my friends. How's it going on this beautiful day? Oh, it's lovely. Pretty well, pretty well. Yeah, we're getting getting some cold in Austin. I'm loving that. It's feeling like the holidays. We love What is it, like 49 degrees? Um, The low tonight is 30, I think. Oh, wow. So we got that going for us. I heard it's snowing in West Texas. What? Which is like, what? You know, I heard that that on one of these apps. So, you know, that might be, you know, unqualified news. False info. Yeah. (laughs) But it's definitely snowing there in, in Massachusetts, right? Have you gotten any snow, Kyle? Uh, not yet. There's a nor'easter right around the corner. Oh, so here she we're comes. expecting some snow. Yeah, I think late tomorrow and on Wednesday Ugh. and Thursday. I cool. dream of it. Mm-hmm. I love snow. <laughs> Snow's pretty cool. I'll send you some pics. I but- thought you were going to say I'll send you some snow. And I was like, I don't know oh if it would make it all the way here. I think but- you can do that. I you think can. You can get on the internet. I could have graduated with. Kyle Waring, he started um, like a company there you go. <laughs> to send snow across across the uh, country. Leave it to the Kyles to send the snow. All right, Kylie, <laughs> I would like one ounce of snow. All right. I'm writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> you got that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. We love, we love the snow. We love it's, it. We love it. It's cool till you have to clean it. Yeah, that's what they say. I have never lived in a super snowy place. I mean, we did get snow in North Texas, but obviously not like, you know, people have real winters. But I, I dream of living in a cool-ish place one day. Cold-ish. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Do some, come stay with me for a few weeks in the middle of January, February during a snow and then let the snow get dirty and then let the snow ice over. Yeah. And then let me know how you feel. So the last (laughs) three, last three years I've been in New York in January and, uh, it's been my ideal weather. Very dreamy, but I'm sad Bronwyn left because I'm, I'm not going to get my New York winters anymore. So you do your fantasy. Yeah. I used to live in Oklahoma and it snowed there a lot. I didn't like walking through it. She didn't. No. no. <laughs> it's like, you know, this is fun to look at. Yes, yeah, very romantic. Yeah. But the they romantical. did this really cool thing where they would tie um, mattresses to the back of their cars and drag people through the snow. <laughs> that is the most Oklahoma thing I have Absolutely. ever heard. <laughs> so Oklahoma for sure. Uh, so Oklahoma. Times. You got to love Oklahoma for that. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, we have an exciting app for the people. And uh, we're the Golden Ghouls. Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Ooh. Oh, Kylie, Ooh. I forgot. Kylie found a cool thing on the interweb about mm-hmm. haunted objects and gifting them. OMG. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> um, 
so there's this company in Chicago. <laughs> An old coworker sent me this article today, and I was like, no way. We got to chit-chat about it. It's called um, Ghost Express. And you basically can anonymously haunt whoever you want. No. So for just $9.99 plus shipping, uh, they'll send off like one of the many relics that they've collected along with a card describing the supposed, you know, ghost that the object contains. So it might be like an orb or a poltergeist. Uh, and then like the date the the death cause of death uh, the mood its likes and dislikes kind of like a dating profile um, which they decipher using a Ouija board by the way oh um, so, right crazy right it's just surprise after surprise I would love to receive something like this <laughs> I am seriously delighted right now is it oh, so cute oh my gosh can you oh is it can you get in trouble? Can you send bad ones? Um, I mean, I don't know if it's if you can decide. I'm not. I haven't tried it yet, so I don't know if there's like some type of profile or request that you need to send out. Um, mm. But because because you don't want to do that. I you mean, know? you might. You, you might, might. Want to, depending on who you're sending it to. Oh, jeez. <laughs> But that's crazy. Um, I know. I know. I've been asking so, yeah, for just, a ghost up in here for ages. Well, I guess you know what? we know what to get you for your birthday. Oh, yes. my And Christmas. <laughs> it's a, so one of the questions, how do I know an actual ghost will be delivered? And their answer <laughs> is, we guarantee that the package will contain a ghost upon being sealed at our facility, and that once sealed with magic, the ghost will not be able to escape the package until opened, hopefully by the recipient. <laughs> is this safe? We make absolutely no guarantee of safety. <laughs> Ghosts are free spirits and operate under their own free will. So funny. So ghost.express. Just that bad boy into the browser. What a genius idea. <laughs> and it, so it was started by... I, th- I want to say they're two best friends or, you know, two friends, and they, they were kind of joking about it at first, but um, one of them was previously part of Chicago Ghost Hunting Society. Cool. So the passion's there. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Please, Very no tight. One, no one sent me yeah. any haunted objects, but um, buy some. Yeah, I honestly don't technically <laughs> know if I want one of these things, you know, because it's a guess. You know, yeah, you don't. You really don't know what you're getting yourself. Right. So, like, I've, you know, I don't want to be. I don't want to be taken to the hospital again. Yeah, she's not trying to do that kind of haunting. (laughs) She lived through it once. Yeah, true. I'll test it out. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. You guys can send me one. You're the brave one. Ooh, we can we can put it on our TikTok. Of you yeah. uh, opening your haunted object. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. We have TikTok now at the Golden Ghouls podcast. If anyone is on the talk, mm-hmm. you know, we could do a, a live opening on the Patreon too. Or yep. we can just do it regularly. We're not famous on TikTok yet, but who knows? We're about to be. Once <laughs> Kylie gets t- only time will tell. <laughs> if we get a haunted object, maybe it's gonna really it's take gonna off. really pop off. Then. People live for that shit, opening haunted stuff. Oh, yeah. Opening I, I, anything, quite yeah. honestly. Oh, people love an unboxing. Yeah. One yeah. of my friends um, 
does a lot of like reselling on Poshmark. And so she will buy like mystery boxes from like a, a Goodwill or like some other thrift store or on eBay. And then she'll open them and say like how much she thinks she can resell them for. And mm. it's like fascinating to me, even though I have no interest in like really reselling things, I can't <laughs> stop watching her pull random things out of this box. Yeah, for <laughs> true. It's just like It'll amazing. Get you. It really will. <laughs> the things that we enjoy, you know, it's it's the simple stuff. What can, you, all you, what can you do? What can you do? What can you do? Well, speaking of the simple stuff, we're having a, a <laughs> It's not simple, but it is spooky. Uh, it, it's a ghoul talk. The 26th, ooh, ooh. the 26th installment of ghoul talk for the 126th oh, wow. episode. That was wow. not intentional, but it's what's happening. It wasn't? No, it wasn't. But That's a beautiful coincidence. Beautiful coinky dink. And uh, I think I'll take it away if you guys are, are I like ready. that. Okay, great. Please do. So this first one comes from our dear friend, Randy, who has shared a couple stories before and, you know, a great, a great butt of ours. But Randy says, hi, ghouls. Unlike what I've sent you in the past about places I've lived, I don't have any proof that what I'm writing about here is true, but I just know it would be way more of a coincidence not to be. All right, let's dive in. When I was growing up, we lived next to a gravel road that led to an old abandoned house about a quarter mile back in the woods. Believe it or not, that house is not even what this story is about because I've been in that house many times and never had any experiences. Oh, well. But in the field next to the house, however, was an old tree, its trunk covered in moss and overgrown weeds. Hidden in those weeds encircling the tree were several old tombstones that were so faded you couldn't read the names or the dates. I don't know if the graves were just forgotten or if all the family members who once took care of the little cemetery died themselves, but from the look of it, it had not been maintained for many, many years. Later, someone purchased and started developing the property. They put in a paved road in place of the gravel and cleared the land, including the tree, to build a subdivision. The houses were all new construction and sold well and are all mostly still owned by the original buyers, except for one. I left for college around the time they started building, so I don't know what care, if any, was taken in removing the cemetery, but based on what I've observed, my guess would be none. When I came home after college, I moved into a place in town. After my dad passed, my mom sold the house and also moved into an apartment in town. So we've lost touch with the people who live in the neighborhood. But during the time she still lived there, I know the house that now sits on the land where the tree once stood was bought and sold at least five times, and no one owned the house for very long. I've never been in the house and not living in the neighborhood anymore. I've never met any of the owners. And since I don't have the nerve to knock on the door and ask, I could be completely wrong, but I don't think I am. I just checked, and it's not listed for sale anymore, so maybe things have calmed down? Anyway, stay spooky. <laughs> Randy, shit's definitely going on. If Obviously. people bought and sold it five times really quickly... Sketch. Very yeah, sketch. Very weird. Bizarre. Also, just thinking about the gravestones, 
I someone shared in the Facebook group this woman who cleans and restores gravestones, and it was so satisfying to watch. Hmm. It, okay. It was truly a delight. She like scrapes off all of the like moss and you know just whatever and makes them beautiful again, and it's pretty pretty soothing to watch. So. All right. into, into something like that. It's in the Facebook group somewhere. Truly a delight. Well, I good think, to know. I think Carrie may have posted that. But I shout out. Wrong. Shout out. I could be totally wrong. Hmm. Well, Randy, something's wrong with that house. <laughs> Either it's a bad mold situation that they can't paint over, it just keeps coming back, and they're like, mm. Mm. You know what? I have no idea about houses, but it's obviously haunted. Something's up. Right. All right. I have another another story from Matthew. Is this Matthew with the memes? This is Mimi Matthew. Matthew with the memes. I love it. What up, Matthew? He says, hey, ghouls. I have some more stories. I didn't want to overload my last email with too many, so I separated them. Story number one. Back in high school, I was playing Xbox with my best friend upstairs at my house. We were really into the game of Halo when we heard a bang downstairs. To set the scene, upstairs was open, so we made it a living room set up for me with a couch and TV. At the bottom of the stairs was a cabinet with pictures. After we heard the bang, we both freaked out, went downstairs, only to find one of the pictures was on the floor about four feet from the cabinet, upright, still, as if someone had set it up on the floor. Wouldn't be too weird if it wasn't for the fact we had a carpet, so it most likely would have fallen over. What? Who did that? (laughs) Who put that there? I don't know, because I've never seen a picture flip like that, a -mm. frame flip like that. No, no. Okay, story number two. Similar to my mom's story with her cousin who passed away, I feel like I was visited by my dad after he passed. I had a dream where I was with my mom. In the dream, we knew he was gone. We were talking when suddenly he walked in the door. He was a truck driver, so he had on his uniform. My mom and I both started crying, and we ran up to hug him. I remember saying, you're okay. And he was confused and said, why wouldn't I be? He had passed from a brain aneurysm, so it was very sudden. He had gained some weight over the years and had a long beard, but in the dream, he was thinner and had a shorter beard. It was very therapeutic to see him. Hmm. Side note to that, I had a similar dream. I had similar dreams about three of my dogs that have passed throughout the years. And those, they were all running around, jumping around like puppies playing. All of those dreams showed me that they were okay, happy, and feeling better. So while they were sad at those times, it makes me feel good to have experienced those. Anyways, my fiance and I plan on becoming patrons, and we already have stickers. (laughs) She's current, but since I started from the beginning, I've listened to about 28 episodes in five days, so I have some time to make my extra, my day's extra spooky. <laughs> Keep up the content. Oh my gosh, Matthew. Thank you. Matthew, 
and his precious fiance are love, the patrons. This email is from, from a bit ago. They're they're perfect angels. And I'm pretty sure Matthew is caught up on all the episodes now because he binged like crazy. You did. Mad respect, you did. Matthew. Mad respect, <laughs> Matthew. Yeah, no, we love them so much. And your stories are so awesome. My mom actually had a dream recently about her mom who had passed away. Um, I need to ask if she was younger and you know how she looked. Yeah. Mm. I remember from our visitation dreams episode um, that that was like how a lot of people experienced their loved one or whoever it was who passed away. They saw them as like the best possible version of themselves, like super healthy and just like wonderful. So awesome. Oh, beautiful. Be special. Very special. Mm. All right. Well, I will end it off with a story from Jessie, she, her, and Jessie writes, Hi, ghouls. I've been listening to you gals for a while now, and every month when I hear your listener stories, I think, I need to write one of my stories down and send it to you. Then the month passes, and before I know it, another listener episode, and I still haven't taken the time to write anything. So (laughs) today's finally the day. Woo. First, you should know that I've always been a bit of a sensitive to anything paranormal. I had imaginary friends growing up that, looking back now, I'm pretty sure weren't actually imaginary. I've also been able to connect with spirits in almost every place I've ever lived. However, I never really encountered anything that scared me until we moved to an older house in Kansas when I was around 11 or 12. Pretty much as soon as we pulled into the driveway for the first time, I felt incredibly uneasy and just knew that there was something already living there. Walking into the house for the first time, I got the sense that whatever was already there really didn't want us to be there, and that feeling just multiplied over the coming years. Nothing major happened right away, but every time I went into the basement, which was a fairly nice, big, finished room, I felt like someone was watching me. We had created a kind of family room, bathroom and office space down there, and I was normally the one that got sent there to do my homework or watch what I wanted to on TV. It wasn't too long before that feeling of being watched started to grow into small things happening. The first thing that I really remember is someone knocking on the basement bathroom door while I was in there. I assumed that it was my dad as he had just been in the garage right off the basement working on something. I called out, just a minute washed my hands and opened the door to an empty room. I immediately went to the garage and told my dad I was finished in the restroom and he just kind of looked at me like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I asked if he had knocked and he said that he hadn't been in the house for a couple of hours. And on top of that, we were alone in the house as my mom and sister were out shopping. From there, things started to happen more frequently. I started having pretty bad nightmares and would wake up to see some kind of dark, skeletal figure staring down at me and my closet doors would shake on their own in the middle of the night waking me up. Small things also started to go missing from my room occasionally. My family thought I was making all of this up for attention or something and didn't believe anything I told them so I started to just keep these incidences to myself. When things would happen in the middle of the night it started to become a habit for me to just grab my pillow and blanket and go to my sister's room where I'd lay on the floor and go back to sleep. Then, one day, I was looking for a bandana that I 
just had to wear in my hair that day because early 2000s fashion, you know. Oh, I, honey, oh, I know. know. <laughs> I had bandanas on bandanas, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you fold it and wear it like a headband. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just or just wear it on the head. You wore it like a little, like a, you folded it like a triangle and you wore it mm-hmm. like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know how you describe that, but it's back. That look is back. Oh, it is. I have seen it and it's shocking. But my grandma is a wonderful seamstress. Uh, and so she like cut a bunch of like half bandanas basically out of any fabric I liked. And I wore the hell out of those things. Oh, that's so cute. It was a look. Also, the fact that they're back may be the scariest thing I've heard all episode. <laughs> It, I think it's cute. It reminds me of Mary-Kate and Ashley. Yeah, it's very you know? Mary-Kate and Ashley. That's why it's scary. When they were like passport Parising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> With the breadstick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to Jesse's story. I couldn't find my bandana anywhere, even though I knew I had put it in my desk drawer. To this day, I'm a bit of a neat freak, so my room was and is, always picked up, and I always put things back where they belong. I figured my sister had borrowed it, so I went to the living room to ask her, and she said she hadn't, but she'd help me look. So we went back to my room and looked everywhere, went to her room and looked everywhere, and then we gave up and went to watch TV. A couple of hours later, I went back to my room, and sitting underneath my desk, in between two envelopes, was the bandana I'd been looking for. I yelled for my sister, who'd been with me in the living room the whole night, and she immediately freaked out and told me to sleep in her room. After that, my family started started to believe that all of my crazy stories may just actually be happening. Things like that occurred the whole time that we lived there, and honestly, we just kind of started to get used to it. Luckily, another, nothing ever escalated too much, and my sister just got used to waking up <laughs> to me on our floor in the mornings. Then, one summer, I began babysitting my niece and nephew, who were about seven and nine at the time. One particular day, they'd been dropped off super early and were tired and cranky and kept arguing with each other about what to watch on TV while I made breakfast. So I decided that my nephew could stay up in the living room and watch TV and my niece and I would go downstairs to watch what she wanted for a bit until they had both calmed down. Our house was a split level, so we walked down the first flight of stairs and turned to go down the second and my niece just completely stopped. And when I turned to ask her what was wrong, I saw that she was completely white and looked terrified. I said something along the lines of, come on, let's go watch, insert whatever early 2000s cartoon that a seven-year-old would like. (laughs) So maybe Spongebob? Spongebob. (laughs) She looked at me and said, I'm not going down there while that man is there. The blood drained out of my face. And I said, what man? She pointed towards a corner where there was absolutely nothing and said, That man, he's scary. Why is he staring at us like that? Needless to say, I yelled up to my nephew to turn the TV off, get his shoes on, because we were going outside to play. We stayed outside pretty much the rest of the day, just coming in for bathroom breaks and to eat lunch. I never saw the man that she was talking about, but I knew, without a doubt, that he was the one who had been causing all of the issues for me, and I was not about to mess with that. We ended up moving to a different house a few months later, but I still get chills whenever I pass by that old house. I recently asked my niece, who's in her 20s, if she remembered that, and she told me that she can still see what he looked like clear as day. 
She truly thought that there was a man hanging out in our basement. <laughs> and when I told her that there hadn't been anyone there, she definitely got creeped out. Sorry this is so long. <laughs> I know everyone says that, but I really wasn't sure how to pare it down. Feel free to take anything out. No, honey, we are keeping it all in. <laughs> I have several other stories from over the years, so if you like this one, I'm happy to try to write some more of them. Thanks for keeping us laughing during these crazy times, Jesse E. Uh, we would love more stories. Yes, this one is we like, would. She's teasing us. Jesse, <laughs> that's just the just, just the start. A skeletal figure. Mm-mm, a man in the basement. No. Like that, no way. And kids, <laughs> kids see it all. Also, I mm. love that the bandana was what got her parents to finally believe that there was something <laughs> right? going on. They're like, oh shit, the bandana. Okay, yeah. now we know it's real. <laughs> Between two envelopes. What? So strange. What was it doing there? Jesse, I have a question. Were there envelopes in your room somewhere? Nearby? Hmm. Just curious. Like, did the envo- like, were the envelopes there before, or did the envelopes show up with the bandana? It's good. That's a good cue. Yeah. It's a better way to ask that cue. Yeah. I'm just, I'm flabbergasted, so. She's flabbed. <laughs> She's um, in shock. <laughs> I, but, yeah, kids see everything. Like, my niece was here recently. I don't know if I told you guys this, but she kept pointing over my shoulder and saying, like, tattoo, talking about a man oh, yeah. with a tattoo. Mm-hmm. And like, what? What? Yeah, and my my mom and my sister said she does that all the time. But my best friend had a little girl. Oh gosh, it's almost been a year now. She's getting up there, but um, she was like, she always stares off and like waves to nobody and like laughs at nothing. Like she'll oh be God. staring and laughing like someone is playing with her. And I'm just like, ah. Uh, uh. That's wild. That, that reminds me of my uh, my cousin Amy's kids. Oh, the yeah. One of them is always acting like, you know, someone's chit-chatting with him and playing. And when she asked him, he said, angels. She's like, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? Oh, kids, they're spooky. But uh, you got to love them, you know? Yeah. You gotta you gotta love and respect what they're up to. <laughs> they're just small people living their lives. <laughs> Kids. They're just small people. <laughs> uh, oh, she could go on. She could go on about what kids are and you know what <laughs> and they what look they like. Mean to us. You know, they're just small people. They are the future. Yeah, Treat let's hope them well. Oh my gosh. Speaking of kids, you guys, I can't believe I haven't told you this. I keep forgetting. But on what? Thursday, I'm speaking to a fourth grade class about ghost hunting. Stop no, it. you are not. Yes. So how did you record it? Get to mention this. Uh, I keep forgetting. <laughs> a friend from work, her sister is a fourth grade teacher, and this like month is uh career they called it career week but there's several weeks it seems that they're doing it and uh she reached out to me and she was like hey i know you're not really like a ghost hunter per se but yes you are this is like the top thing this is the top thing the fourth graders have requested that they want to hear about would you be interested in talking to them 
And I was like, oh, my God, this is actually my dream come true. What? 100%. I get to talk to the youth about ghost hunting. And so they're going to be so excited. They are very excited. I'm going to show them our ghost hunting kit that we've taken on (laughs) investigations with all of our tools. And I am so excited. (laughs) Yo, I cannot believe this. And like, what? The fourth graders wanted was a ghost hunter. Like, that's beautiful. This was apparently one of their big requests. Love it. Remind them that there's nothing to be scared of. Exactly. Because I feel like that some might cry. (laughs) All you have to say is you're not welcome here. Yeah. I need you to leave. Thank you. But, (laughs) yeah. So, it's going to be funny. I'm excited to see how it goes. Kids are hilarious. So, yeah, we can't wait to hear about it. Uh, wow. Well, with that said, we've had fun. Keep sending us your stories to the Golden Ghouls podcast at gmail.com. Jesse, send us the rest. We want to yeah. hear more. Yeah. And, uh, everyone, just everyone, send us the stories. And until next time, stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm.